Oh, hey, boys. Haven't seen you in a while. Welcome to Respawn Ain't Fire, the kick-ass reverend gaming podcast from Raffle Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Jamaican Me Happy Gumbert. Oh! Or is it Gumby? I don't know what my last name is, John. Uh, and today <laughs> we have with us here, Chad. He's a good guy, Michael Ennis. Or is it Gillyweed? I don't know what my last name is, John. Is it Ennis we or Gillyweed? Know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and also, Alex... He's the best dude, Cosina. <laughs> He's the best dude. Couldn't have thought of anything more original than that, huh? Best dude, good guys. That's what we are. I realize I, I am a straight-up gift horse. Uh, a, a What's the turn of phrase expression? Ah, oh, forget it. Never Don't mind. lick Move a on. gift horse in the mouth. Don't lick a gift horse in the mouth. Don't lick it. Well, That's what like, my dad used to say. Don't you're lick a gift horse You're calling horse me a mouth. great guy. You're straightforwardly calling me a great guy, and I'm like, uh, sorry, that was not original enough. Please redo it. No, I said you're a great shit dude. I am. A great dude. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I completely bungled that. My apologies. That's fine. That's your fault. Uh, <laughs> catch us live on twitch.tv slash AppleVidiot <laughs> Sunday evenings at 8.30. YouTube podcast services at 9 a.m. If Alex decides to listen, if he's not too mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming on today's show, good games from Nintendo? Question mark. What? Call of Duty, Call of Duty fans. Don't worry. Your achy breaky hearts. But first up. <laughs> Our main quest. You think this stands for God of War or Gears of War? It stands for Gumby of Wallabies. There we go. Gumby of Wallabies. Uh, <laughs> no, it's God of War details from a fucking magazine, question mark? It's from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. He's been foul mouth the last couple of weeks. He just keeps yeah. putting bad words in the titles. Ryan, Ryan Dinsdale. I heard he just throws the C word around like crazy. All the time. Yeah, yep. he's from Britain. Uh, speaking to Game Informer, Ragnar Ragnarok, that's God of War Ragnarok, leads mm. uh, combat designer Mihir Seth explained how the triangle button has been re-implemented to do far more than just recall Kratos's Leviathan Axe. Yes, people, we're talking about combat and God of War as our main quest. That's what the week's like. Uh, in the last game, if you press triangle, you recall the axe, but if you already had the axe, nothing happened. Uh, if you had the Blades of Chaos and you press triangle, you just went back to the axe. We looked at that concept and wondered, hmm, what if we do something a little bit different with that button? Oh. Uh, Sony Santa Monica therefore introduced a whole new style of attack that's activated through the triangle button's uh, previously unused state. These would be called weapon signature moves and infuse either the Leviathan axe or Blades of Chaos with elemental damage, ice and fire, of course, known as Frost Awaken and Whiplash. Uh, the new ideas at work don't, just don't focus on Kratos' uh, expected weaponry. Game Informer also saw two new arm shields, Dauntless and Stonewall, which can offer a damaging bonus move for last-second pairing or a kinetic blast after absorbing damage, respectively. So pay attention to this because Game Informer has the story all month, so they'll keep releasing new stuff. But, you know, they did a little deep dive into God of War's uh, combat, and there's some new stuff there. Uh, so get excited or <clears throat> some people in there it's like I don't know if this game is going to be blow my socks off it'll probably just Ooh. be another good God of War game I'm oh, like, I can see both sides oh shit uh, yeah do you guys watch any of this or have any thoughts about it I did yeah, I, 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 I tried to I think I'm I'm just ready for God of War I'm just ready for it I don't know if I'm going to read the rest of Game Informer's coverage this however does kind of uh, spark um in God of War 2018, there were a couple of like other combat systems you could do that I feel like I almost never use, like stances. I could use stances to do different things that I feel like I just never touched. And I feel like this is just adding one more thing that I might never use because the combat already was really fulfilling to me and and diverse. So uh, I, cool that they're let's make use of another button we weren't using. Uh, I just hope it does cool stuff. 
but I'm just ready to play it. I'm just ready to freaking play it. Yeah, this is a cool little news story, but it kind of feels like when you're at a big, long, multi-course meal and you get served, I don't know, like a like a ravioli made out of beets, and it's just a single Ew. ravioli made out of beets. It's not like a giant platter of it. It's just a single one resting on a bed of kale, and you eat it, and you're like, oh, man, that was a real ravioli made out of beets. It wasn't good, but, I mean, it certainly <laughs> was what it was. Is, the, is Got anything is else? beet-filled ravioli, or is the noodle the beet? No, it's like the, the noodle itself is made out of beets. Mm. Ew. Sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> may or may not have been something that was served once. And you eat it, and you're like, alright, real good. Do you have anything else in store? And they're like, ooh, not for, like, another 30 minutes. We need to spend another half hour making <laughs> stay tuned to next week when we get of... one gnocchi made out of cauliflower <laughs> exactly like I, i'm ready for the main course now i'm with you on that it's very soon it's uh i believe the day before chad's mom's birthday it is my mom's birthday i think right it's november 9th coming out november that's 9th. my dad's birthday is december 9th i always got my mom and my dad's birthdays mixed up the day of them because mm-hmm. it's the 9th and the 10th the month. but it's 11 10 and 12 9 yeah, got close. But now, I'm with you guys. I'm just ready for it to come out. Yeah, whatever. Just, just bring it to me. Uh, but that's it for the main quest because again, that's the best I could do for main quest. Everybody, we're gonna move <laughs> on to playtime though, and I just want to go ahead. I'm gonna skip Chad because these are literally impossible. These are all one letter. What are you doing with your life? You Alex. know all of these. I yeah, probably, Alex though. <sighs> I believe I saw something about this on Twitter. Have you never played this game before? But go ahead and tell us about what you played. Chad, Adam, the Switcherani mm-hmm. sauce continues. After completing uh, Bayonetta 1 and Bayonetta 2 on the Switch, I decided, you know what? It's high time uh, that I play a game that I had never played on the Switch before. That game being the one and only Super Mario Galaxy. And let me tell you, it's real good. I'm having a real fine time with it. Uh, the kind of game developer part of my brain really appreciates how well-crafted of an experience it is. I don't love it. And me not loving it comes down to two factors. Factor number one, I am shocked by how long it is taking me to get to New Donk City. All of the promotional material oh, for this way, game... I think you said Galaxy earlier. You mean Odyssey, right? That is correct. You're playing Odyssey for the you first could, time. Gotcha. You can play the original Odyssey on the Switch, but only via that very limited time game that they released a couple of years back. Thank you for correcting me on that. Yes, Super Mario Odyssey. Not Galaxy. I played Galaxy 1 and 2 before. Uh, yeah, liking it, not loving it comes down to two factors. Number one, uh, I am shocked by how long it is taking me to get to New Donk City throughout this game. All the promotional materials for the game made it seem like I would be getting to New Donk City relatively quickly. All the like previews and gameplay footage I've seen of the game over the years since like pretty much almost exclusively show off New Donk City because it seems like it's the most kind of interesting and populous world in that game. And yet I am like five, maybe even like six, seven worlds into the game and New Donk City is nowhere in sight. And I'm getting a little bit impatient in that regard. Uh, The other big thing though, and this is something I was actually concerned about going into this game is I don't love how frequently the game awards you with moons. Well, when I think back to the 
you know, prior 3D Mario games. So you think back to Super Mario 64, Sunshine, both Galaxy games. I really find myself appreciating uh, how much time and effort it took to get a single star or shine sprite in those games. It really felt like you had to really just work to get them, especially when it came to Super Mario Sunshine. And I find the frequency and ease with which you get the moons in this game is a little bit of a turnoff. And and I know that like there are people on the other side of the spectrum who uh, would make the opposite argu- argument about a game like Sunshine, for example, that contend that that game, uh, as an, an example of a game that exists on the opposite end of the spectrum, like force you to go through way too many trials to get these shine sprites uh, in your inventory. And I totally understand that. I totally understand wanting to kind of simplify the process of getting the kind of main collectible item in this experience. But I just find myself not gleaming as much enjoyment from collecting them as I could. Um, but maybe that will maybe that will change as I get further into the game. A really weird observation I'm having right now is that between the Switch's launch titles being Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. Why does Nintendo not get um, kind of you know, bashed or get a hard time for collectathon games? Like other people are like, oh, Assassin's Creed has too much content, but both these games are literally like collect 900 of this piece of shit. <laughs> and nobody says anything <laughs> about it, but they're like too many I think towers. it's because, uh, well, first of all, I do think that Zelda Breath of the Wild does get its proper shit about the poops. Collecting all, collecting all the poops for the giant gold poop. Um, but I think it's because Mario, like when you go to a 3D platformer, Mario, like that's what you expect. Whereas Assassin's Creed is trying to sell itself as like a stealth action game that also has a trillion feathers in it and also has a trillion mm-hmm. fucking go to the top of this tower and eat an eagle thing. And eat an eagle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, but I think I think it's just because like that's what Mario is billed as. It's a collectathon for moons. Gotcha. Interesting. So you're going to stick with this or have you oh, yeah, for how sure. hard New Donk City is into the game? Uh, I have not. I, I've tried to remain, I, I mean, I recognize that this sounds silly, but I've tried to remain relatively spoiler free uh, on this game going into it. I will like 100% complete the game from start to finish. Will I get all 880 moons? I don't know, but I definitely will see it through to the end. I will, I will tell you, Alex, two things, not spoilery at all. New Donk City is is dope. There's some dope stuff in New Donk City, so it's worth holding out till at least you get there. But two, I feel like the best content in Super Mario Odyssey is in the post game. So after you beat the okay. game, take advantage of that. You don't have to go get all of the moons. It's it's sure. ridiculous to get all the moons, but uh, definitely play around a little bit after afterwards because that's where all the best content is. Sure, and, and I remember that being kind of the case with like the original Galaxy games as well. I remember some of the best levels in those games being in the post game as well. So I, I, I believe you in what you're saying. Very cool. Very cool. Chad, what are, I know what one of these is. I don't know uh-huh. about the other. Well, I know two uh-huh. of them are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I played uh, B here is for Bayonetta. Okay. We just yeah. talked about that uh, on the stream just before this episode. So everyone go to uh, YouTube and watch that. If you want to know more about next time's barf game, listen to the end of this episode. But also you can go to patreon.com slash fire and vote on what game you want us to play next. Spoilers, September's already decided, but you can be there when it happens for October. So that was Bayonetta. We already talked about that. Um, I will talk about D and Rop and then I. So D, <laughs> Adam, is um, 
Destiny 2. Um, yeah. <laughs> this time, I know what these all are now. Yes, about yes. It. So yeah. Destiny 2, the, the bullshit I was doing this week is there's a triumph in the game for beating... So first of all, triumphs are like go above and beyond and do some shit and you get a little congratulations, you did it. And then if you mm. collect enough triumphs around a certain activity, then you get a seal. And a seal is like a little medal that you can, yeah. you are allowed to buy after you've earned it on Bungie.net. Okay. And it oh, also like comes with like a, a physical one. Yeah, you can get a physical oh, like, cool. metal seal. I like that. But then you also uh, get a little title that comes with it. So you run around and people can see that you've collected that seal. You get a cool title under it. In my efforts to get the seal for the new duality dungeon, fighting Callus aboard the Leviathan again, there's a seal for doing the whole dungeon solo, straight mm. through, um, without leaving. And uh, so if you're unfamiliar, dungeons are like post-game activities. They're basically three-person abbreviated raids. So you're supposed to be doing this with three people. And I, I got... There are three encounters. The first encounter, I did it on my third try. But because I'm doing it solo and I have one person's amount of damage, I had to. I have, it's a 43 minute boss fight. It was Ooh. 43 minutes straight of making sure I didn't die, of making sure I didn't accidentally jump off a ledge, of timing grenades perfectly, and then slicing and dicing this guy, and then having to run back to get out of this hell bell for for 43 minutes straight. And I all my adrenaline after that fight just like drained from my body, and I died inside. Uh, got this, but here's the thing: I had to refuel between encounter one and encounter two, mm -hmm. and I did the thing that smart people do. If you leave your controller around, by the way, if you leave your controller around, uh, you'll eventually get brought out to orbit. We're like, hey, you're not paying attention. We're not going to spend the server power on keeping you in that dungeon, so we're going to pull you out to orbit. If you go anywhere, you don't get the triumph. If you leave mm -hmm. and go to the tower, if you do another activity, or if you go to orbit, you don't get the triumph. So I went to go get lunch in between, but I brought the controller with me and I was wiggling the stick so that I was keeping keeping moving. But apparently wiggling the stick does not count as action. So I got sucked out to orbit, spent a couple hours, did the second encounter anyway, just to see what it was like. And then I got to the third encounter. I was like, I need the fucking gun from the fucking vow or from the, from the um, vault of glass raid. And it's all random number generator bullshit. And so did that for a few hours, hated myself afterwards back on my bullshit why do you play destiny what you just hate yourself you hate I just, yourself I just hate myself time. but it's so good and fulfilling um rop rings of power y'all are y'all watching rings of power it's on my list i haven't started it yet i need to i was going to tonight or tomorrow at some point i have not been very good at keeping up with them tv shows as of late and i'm also not much of a lord of the rings fan to begin with so probably not anytime soon but I maybe. will tell you all. I'll just I'll just say I'm very impressed with this show. It is it is as it should be because they're spending a billion dollars on five seasons of this show. It's the most expensive TV show ever made. Mm -hmm. um, but it is. I was worried that it was going to be too pretty, like it was going to be a CW show. After seeing the first trailer, and I was like, "This is mm, not going to be into this. Going to hate this. It's going to ruin everything more than The Hobbit did." And then watching it, I was like, "Wow, the production value on this is, is incredible. Um, very very into it." It's uh, not not gonna lie. First two episodes, there's some cool shit that happens in it, but then there's also a lot of stuff where I'm like, uh, you guys haven't done enough to make me care about these characters to warrant all of this world building yet. I'm getting kind of bored. 
I don't care about these people. Stop having long conversations. And then so, but then some cool shit happened. So I'm still on board, mm. enjoying it 100%. Next up, I'm not going to talk about this one too much because that's the rule around this game, yep. is inscription, y'all. Uh, Adam's game of the year 2021. Oh, God, yes. It's going to be my game of the year 2022, I think. <laughs> God, <laughs> it just launched on PlayStation last week. Um, I started playing it two days, no, last night? I don't know. I, I lost track of time playing it because it's so good. Yeah, playing it, um, getting into it, several hours worth. I, I am, this game is fucking great and is wild. I love it. I love it so much. And I think everyone should play it. And it's absolutely 100% worth the $20. And it is longer than you think. So it's not like if you're thinking about, oh, it's a Devolver digital game. It's going to be short, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be worth $20. Like, fuck, no, it's it's worth it. Get it. Go play it. It's on PlayStation. It's on Mac. It's on PC. It is so far a game that I would love to play on my iPad. But hmm. who knows if it'll ever come there. But I know one of the things where you were like, there's something in this game that happens that I have no idea how they would do that with the controller. So far, I have not come across anything like that. So far, everything feels really great to play with the controller mm -hmm. um, as opposed to a keyboard okay. and mouse, and I'm, and I'm really into uh, it. I will correct that. Not that it can't be played with a controller, that it can't be played on anything but a PC is what I mean to say. Oh, shit. But I don't think it's really going to matter. I think it'll be fine. Okay. It's literally one part of hmm. one thing. It's not a big deal. I, okay. I, I want to know how they do it, but I think it'll be right. Interesting. We'll hmm. uh, we'll we'll talk out offline, and I'll let you know where I am, and let me know if I come across that part. Okay. Cool. 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 That's it. That's all I play this week, and I will continue you to play Inscription play Alex, for the rest of my life. Uh, Inscription? No, I have not. You should play Inscription. <laughs> I'll definitely get to it. I wanna, like I said, I wanna finish up Super Mario Odyssey. I wanna finish up a couple of other games that I'm getting to. Uh, I'll make you this promise, Adam. I'll definitely. Mm -hmm at least start inscription before the end of the year then you won't stop once you start <laughs> yep well, right, well, okay all right then uh so for me more elden ring so here's what happened of course everyone oh where's my glasses at as everyone knows from last week i am now the elden lord what up Just elden lord uh so i did my start my new game plus and i'm going as a full wizard and i'm extremely overpowered and holy shit i literally chat i see why you started this game as a wizard I have a special spell that I only got because I played a lot of the game, and it's a very rare spell. And I literally went up to Godric, the first bad guy, and I said, "All right, spell, boom, 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 boom." He's done. Yep. I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. I killed that man in about 15 seconds. Yep. And I said, "You know what? <laughs> Eldring's fucking great. <laughs> Let's keep it going, everybody. This game is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. So so good. So strong." There, I saw um, a headline for an article that I didn't read and I didn't send you, but I probably, maybe, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have taken the ten seconds to send it to you anyway. But it's an article that said, "Here are the the Elden Ring God weapons that you absolutely missed your first time around. Did you find all the weapons? You find well, all those God weapons? Game, I did every single weapon, every single, every, literally, there was nothing I didn't do in okay. my first playthrough. It's so great in the second one because I literally just." went to the castle where the bad guy is normally that's like a whole dungeon you gotta go around but you could just be like hey open up the front gates bitch and the dude will open up the front gates and I'm so strong I just walk through the front gate and just go straight to the boss don't have to worry about it wow nice because I one hit everybody because I'm so strong so it's a great time uh, but then new stuff down here JWH John Wick Hex oh shit which is the Mike Bethel game 
Yeah, the Bithel game where you play John Wick and it's a strategy game. Played that for a couple rounds. And it's all right. It feels like a good six and a half. A good seven. Yeah. It's like, it's all right because it's John Wick, mm. but it's fine. I, I got to a boss and then guys just kept spawning behind me. I was like, well, I'm going to put this down forever. <laughs> I remember... I remember when John Wick Hex came out, I remember reading uh, an impression of the game that I think kind of tapped into something that none of us might have been thinking of going into it, which is that like, you don't realize uh, until you get into John Wick Hex how kind of uninteresting it probably is to actually be John Wick and like think out his combat encounters and that the kind of failing of John Wick Hex is that you actually kind of like have to think critically about what you're doing minute to minute instead of just going gun blazing and taking out enemies in a stylish fashion. Do you feel like that's kind of your issue with it? My issue with no, I, I so it feels like uh, it's kind of like shit. Those other games where like you finish a run and it puts it and show like super hot, where it's like you slow down time and then like at the end it shows you everything in real motion. So yeah. in real motion, I think it's fine. But as you're going through, it's like I'm going to move here. I'm going to wait a second so this guy gets in my range. I'm going to do all that. And that makes sense as a strategy game. But then it's, yeah. I mean, it's like shooting. It's like you got to crouch, but then you have to uncrouch to do anything else. It feels like a, a little too much. There's a little too much there for just, you know, That's the thing being John Wick. Is I feel like after watching a John Wick movie, you would want to play as John Wick in like a a combat scenario where you actually get to act like John Wick does in the movies, not mm-hmm. like something so like kind of, slow and procedural is something like that what this game has to offer and if the production values are a little more i think it'd be forgiving but it it feels like a a game that didn't get a ton of money into it i'm not really vibing mm-hmm. with it i i like the world and i like the idea of it i just the execution not huge again i think it's fine it's like a six and a half that's whatever uh but then last i played a little game i believe it's a humble game and it was on game pass it's called midnight fight express where Ooh. You're in a world. It it feels like Hotline Miami, except for the way you play it. It's like, oh man, this world, the messed up bozos are out there killing the citizens, and you need to get angry and go fight the bozos. And it's just like <laughs> you run from room to room and punch dudes and like counter them and spin around. It's like a fun like little top down ground beat dudes up. Uh, they got some fun. fun animal heads in these screenshots. A little horsey guy, fox exactly. guy, piggy guy, chicken what guy. What does that remind you of? It just reminded me that I'd rather play Hotline Miami. I think this yeah. game's fine. It's all right, especially for free on Game Pass, but I don't know if I'm going to keep with it. Um, so this week was, I tried two other games that were fine. As you know what, I'm going to go back to Elden Ring. I'll play a good <laughs> game. I'll do that. That's it for me. Uh, but speaking of things that are it for me, we're going to go to our quest log. <laughs> don't worry about it. I am drinking an alcoholic beverage. Uh, so Nintendo, a direct rumor... Ooh, Nintendo Direct mm. rumors could be huge if true. Eddie McCooch at GameSpot. Uh, the next Nintendo Direct event is coming up in September, according to a report, one that also suggests the showcase may be focused on, who is that? The Legend of Zelda? Oh, oh shit. The Legend of Zelda, Ooh. the original for NES? Zelda 2, apparently. Uh, Jeff Grubb yeah. and Mike Minotti. Discuss Minicotti. some possibilities on a pod. I, I don't know him. Minotti? Minotti? Whatever. Uh, discuss some possibilities on a podcast recently. Minotti said that the rumored September Nintendo Direct event will include the announce uh, will include the announcement of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess ports Dope. for Nintendo Switch. 
Absolutely. Grub, meanwhile, said the September vet would be a quote-unquote Zelda blowout. Just blowing blowing it out. Uh, <laughs> Grub went on to say that a Metroid Prime remaster is also in the works. could be announced at an upcoming Nintendo Direct. The game may be released in November around the franchise's 20th anniversary, Grub has said. A source told Grub that the next Direct, whatever form it takes, should be held the week of September 12th. So, next week-ish for real-time people. So, How many times are we going to hear about this Prime trilogy? Okay, I swear so, to God. Can I go yeah. on a quick little rant right here, right Please now? Do. I'm Please do. Please do. Mind you making me happy. Go right ahead. We're all just so incredibly tired about hearing about Metroid Prime Remaster. Metroid Prime Remaster. When is this thing coming out? Is it actually real? Does it actually exist? I'm as tired as you guys are. However, I think that there is a high deal of legitimacy and probability that this could actually finally be it. And what it comes down to is just looking over the past five years, the logic with which a Metroid Prime remaster could actually even ever come out. Uh, the thing about Metroid Prime 1 remaster is that this game was only ever going to come out in anticipation of the release of Metroid Prime 4. It's very common that you'll put out a remaster of an older game to kind of build up hype for a newer game. Metroid Prime 4 gets announced in 2017. Uh, and so I don't think there's any possibility Metroid Prime 1 Remaster could have come out that year. 2018, behind the scenes, Prime 4 is having a lot of difficulties, so Prime 1 couldn't have come out that year. 2019, uh, Prime 4 gets rebooted over at Retro Studios. Retro Studios, which was also working on, supposedly, the remasters of all the Prime games at that time, so that probably, beyond kind of punting Prime 1 down the road, also probably actually caused issues for its development as well. 2020, the pandemic hits. Retro Studios, like all game developers across the world, is dealing with work-from-home issues. 2021, Retro could have theoretically re-released, uh, sorry, or just re-released uh, Metroid Prime Run Remaster that year, but that was the same year that we got Metroid uh, Dread. And I'd imagine that Nintendo's like, oh man, we don't want our Metroid games cannibalizing each other's sales, considering this is a series that historically does not sell a lot, this year will exclusively be Metroid Dreads to own, and then uh, Metroid Prime 1 Remaster will come out next year. And so I feel like where we're at right here and now, knowing all that we now know about the prior five years, it makes the most sense that we will finally see this ephemeral remaster this year. But that's just my take. They need to. I feel like it's probably been done for a while. So yeah, yep. putting it out now makes sense. For me... Before we get to you, Chad, the biggest deal, or the most no-brainer, why haven't you done it yet, is, of course, the um, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, which, again, were already done for Wii U, so there was already up-res ports. Last year was the 35th anniversary of Zelda. I don't know why you would wait to the 36th anniversary to release these remasters. Well, they did... It, uh, didn't they do Skyward Sword last year, or yeah, was that two yeah, years Skyward ago? Skyward Sword. That's the one everyone yeah. loves. Everyone's favorite Zelda game, <laughs> Skyward Sword. Put that one out. Uh, which I guess was a new port, so there's that to it. But this makes sense, especially now that, I mean, Splatoon 3 comes out, I think, next week. And then Bayo is it for the rest of the year for Nintendo, I believe, unless I'm missing something. So I think, yeah, putting out these ports from uh, Wii U sounds like a great time because they'll sell well. People already want them, and you've already got them in the backlog. So I definitely believe all this uh, stuff could happen. All three of those things, I think, are a very good possibility. I'm into it. Very cool. 
Especially that Wind Waker. That was pretty good. That was pretty yeah, good I've play. never played play Wind Waker one. before, and I never had a Wii U, so I didn't play that port either. I never had a GameCube. Really? Yeah. The Wii U port was very good. It made all the bullshit go away in the game. <laughs> it was like, very nice. I like it. I, uh, I got like four or five hours into the Wii U port of the Wind Waker, and I enjoyed myself, but I just kind of reached a point where I was like, okay, I've played this game enough times before. I don't know that I need to go through with the rest of it, but it, it, it was undeniably a stellar port. Definitely recommend. For sure. Game Pass gets Call of Duty, but so does PlayStation. Oh, so calm down. Don't get too mad. This was from Dirty Mouth Ryan Didsdale at IGN. Dirty <laughs> I like how this, this story of him being a dirty mouth when I'm always the one who writes the headlines. It's great. Uh, <laughs> announced in a Microsoft blog post, Spencer, Phil Spencer, for those who don't know, the head of Xbox, confirmed that Activision Blizzard's library of games is coming to Xbox Game Pass once the acquisition deal goes through, which includes Call of Duty and other blockbuster titles like Diablo and Overwatch. Spencer said that Xbox's goal was to bring games to as many people as possible, and therefore reaffirmed alongside the Game Pass news that Call of Duty would arrive on PlayStation the same day as it launches everywhere else. And this is a direct quote from his blog post that I pulled out. Uh, We've heard that this deal might take franchises like Call of Duty away from places where people currently play them. That's why, as we've said before, we are committed to making the same version of Call of Duty available on PlayStation on the same day the game launches elsewhere. We will continue to enable people to play with uh, each other across platforms and across devices Spencer said. So cool things here, again they already said Call of Duty was going to stay for now that's it's going to stay Stuff come, all that stuff coming to Game Pass, obviously like that's why you buy that, so I can get more stuff on Game Pass um, and then I just really like here the we will continue to enable people to play with each other across platforms and across devices which means more cross play for games that maybe didn't have it before so all those Activision games should have crossplay, and then of course they want to push the streaming stuff. So if you get a Samsung TV or a, an iPad with a backbone or whatever, you can keep play these games. So uh, just a little update on people worried about the acquisition. Seems like yeah, nothing to worry about. Yeah, I'm, I was, I was. Um, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks because I want to play these things on PlayStation, but they just basically confirmed. Yeah, you could, they're available same day and date for $70 on PlayStation or versus Game Pass dollars on Xbox. And, like, trophies aren't enough now for me to say Diablo 4 and if I'm going to... Well, actually, this is good because normally I probably wouldn't touch Call of Duty multiplayer without buying the whole game on sale half off at least. So, it, yeah, Diablo 4 especially, though. I remember looking at Xbox's conference this summer and being like... Everything said coming to Game Pass except Diablo 4. And I was like, thank God. Now I don't feel guilty about buying it on PlayStation. But turns out I might eat my words. Well, the deal won't go through before Diablo 4 comes out. So it won't be there day one. But once that deal goes through, I it's just like Bethesda. The day the deal went through, they added a, a ton of stuff. And then three months later, they added everything else. Yeah. So I think Diablo 4 will get like a delayed release on the Game Pass. So you can you still have to buy it no matter what. Yeah. So you can feel good about your 70 bucks. Yeah. Alex, anything for you? You're just like, cool. Awesome. No. Nothing much to say on this one. I'm not a Call of Duty sin, so. I'm ready for Warzone 2. That's about all I'll say. About oh, that. yeah. Warzone 2. I, I had fun. That. I had fun with the original Warzone. That's probably the most I've played of a Call of Duty game. We played that game together. I, I, yeah, I completely forgot. That's right. But, yeah. yeah. I mean,. It'll be awesome to be on Game Pass. I'm not going to play those games. My son, will, my son will play. It. He likes Call of Duty multiplayer, but I'm not going to. Uh, next up, get Cyberpunk this fall, featuring oh, Ashton Kutcher. 
If you're 30 years old, you know that reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darren Bonthuis at GameSpot. Uh, CD Projekt Red says that it will reveal, quote unquote, what's next for Cyberpunk 2077 in a live stream next week. Alongside its game, the company will also share new information on the Cyberpunk Edge Runner series coming to Netflix. Uh, the Night City episode will be streamed at 8 a.m. PT, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on September 6th. So when you're hearing Which this episode, the, yeah. it should be up. Um, the expansion, will, this is for the game specifically. The expansion reportedly take players to the combat zone in Sports Dome, to inaccessible areas in Night City, and that the Keanu Reeves voice character Johnny Silverhand may have a more diminished role and presence in it. As for the upcoming 10-episode Edge Runner series, it's debuting on Netflix on September 13th. Anime producer Studio Trigger, known for Kill a Kill, Little Witch Academia, and several other titles, is handling animation duties. The main thing for this is like, all right, maybe we're going to see uh, Cyberpunk 2077 DLC, which will be cool. I'll play that. I don't like anime. Unless it's really good. Like, I like good anime. I don't like all anime. I watched the trailer for this uh, Cyberpunk show. That trailer's wild. (laughs) That trailer is a good-ass trailer. When I originally heard that Studio Trigger was going to be assigned animation duties on this TV series, I was like, okay, we'll see how this turns out. Studio Trigger, you know, a studio responsible for many great animation series like Kill a Kill, uh, Kids Neighbor. They also did some stuff that's not as good, but pretty solid, like SSS Gridman. Um, I watch this trailer and it's like, oh, wow, this is a authentic, real-ass Studio Trigger production. They are not phoning it in. Uh, and, you know, uh, of course, the, the series can still prove less than stellar if, like, its story isn't really all that much. If it is just eye candy. But thus far, what has been shown off of it looks awesome. Yeah, beats ass. Chad, anything for you? I have not I have not seen the trailer. I don't generally enjoy anime. I watched all of Castlevania Season 1, but it was a struggle. Um so yeah and and cyberpunk is a game that i feel zero guilt about never wanting to play so this all does nothing at the very least here's the thing chad it's fine if you never watch the series proper just watch the trailer because i will say what i have seen of the castlevania series it seems like it's a very faithful adaptation of that uh, video game franchise but the animation in that series also always struck me as being a little bit on the static size on yeah. the static side, watch the trailer for Cyberpunk Edge Runners because it is an animation overload in terms of its okay. style. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's like who did a ton of drugs and gave someone five hundred thousand dollars for a trailer because that's what that trailer <laughs> looks like. It, it looks insane. Uh, but last but not least, I believe it's something to do with our go live notification. Halo news, y'all. Pour one out. Not really. Maybe depends how you feel. Ryan Leston at IGN.com. Uh, and a new update, developer 343 announced details of the winter update coming on November 8th. I believe that's close to somebody's mom's birthday. That is two days uh, before my mom's birthday. Yeah. Also the day that Sonic Frontiers comes out, uh, which comes with some <laughs> long-awaited modes. Uh, Forge mode will allow Halo Infinite fans to essentially create their own content. Arriving as a beta, we're still not totally sure on included features, although a leak has looked impressive. If you want to look up um, Forge leaks that are all over the internet. 343 Industries is also launching two new multiplayer maps on November 8th, which will showcase exactly what Forge can do, as they were made entirely in the Forge mode. Uh, The winter update also sees the full version of online co-op finally roll out to all players, allowing you to team up with your buddies and tackle Halo Infinite's campaign together. Um, And this is a quote from 343. In order to improve and accelerate ongoing live service development and to better address player feedback and quality of life updates, we have reallocated studio resources and no longer working on campaign local campaign split op uh split screen co-op so no local split screen co-op for halo anymore 
Um, I know people are like, people got mad and people have different opinions. I'll just say, I don't know, I haven't played a split-screen co-op game in fucking 15 years. I don't give a shit. Also, Halo's taking way too long to put out content. I'm kind of done playing Halo. So there, it's not, you know, it's like, yeah. who cares? But also, I'm kind of over it at this point. Fun game, but they just, I, I can't wait 10 months at a time for new content. Um, but that's just where I stand. What about you boys? Yeah, I mean... Uh... I had a lot of fun with Halo Infinite's campaign. I think that, I mean, you know, everybody heaped praise on it when it first came out. I don't feel like it's underrated or, or anything, but I feel like it's easy to forget how solid of a campaign it was, you know, now a year plus removed. I wasn't necessarily looking forward to uh, campaign co-op, but I did have some friends that were looking forward to it that I potentially would have played with them and maybe had fun with them. So... I'm not like immensely disappointed, but I am, you know, I definitely feel sympathetic for the people that are disappointed that we're really looking forward to this. Yeah, I just don't know who's who's playing online or who's playing like one TV split screen co-op anymore. That's my main question. Online co-op is there. Awesome. That's what I actually use. I don't care yeah. about split screen. Mm. I I would in certain situations. I, I think you're right that right now it's it's not as big of a deal as it used to be, but like all of my Halo memories are around playing split screen co-op through the campaign, and that's a lot of split screen land. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and that's it's sad that that's not even coming, including because there's an article from six years ago on Destructoid three four three Industries promises to bring split screen back for the next Halo, and they said oh, it was boy. a mm -hmm. they, they said. 343 Industries has recognized that excluding split screen multiplayer from Halo Five Guardians was a big mistake. Uh, the learnings were incredibly painful for the community and for us. Ross stated in her speech, "Like that's this uh, that's a big promise that they're like we fucked up with Halo Five when we didn't do it, and now they're like sorry y'all, we're just still we didn't learn our lesson. We don't know how to do it. We can't make it happen. Um, that that sucks. I, and I don't feel like I don't know. I, I think you're right that it is a smaller and smaller audience every single day that does the split screen co-op, especially now that you can." sit in a room with three people each on their own phone and everyone has their own screen to like you don't have to go through pulling out an entire second cd or tv and a second xbox in order to play halo mm -hmm. or all so, in matt's basement is it matt or dallas's basement it was yeah basement. matt's basement yeah yeah we got their own tvs and their own playstations right yep so this no, no. i'm i will yeah. probably play the campaign much delayed after November 8th because I've, you know, got a war coming out, but I will probably play the campaign with maybe Matt or, or Dallas or the crew or whatever it is much, 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 much later. But it'd been cool to play it with, I don't know, split screen with I don't know, my nephews and stuff like that at Christmas or something. So, but can't do that anymore. Yeah. All right. I just hope that them canceling it means I get uh, seasons that aren't 10 months long. I guess we'll see what happens. Right. right uh that's it for all the stories guys hmm. that's all the stories what does that mean yeah well, it's your responsibility <laughs> oh segment from adam yeah 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 segment from adam Hmm. Love that juicy beat. It was great. Hey, so, for a uh, real quick, real quick, mm -hmm. I'm gonna pause for three seconds. Because y'all yep. are talking like robots. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the Discord call and I'm gonna come back in. Okay. Okay. I boop, hope that boop, Chad boop, does boop. come back, by the way. I hope that he doesn't Don't just yell at me. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep all show. this audio in. Be this wild is all if he just in. left and never came back. <laughs> How insane that would be. 
What's oh. up? What's up? Oh yeah, wow, your audio sounds so good. Now. He's back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna transition right back right now. Oh, oh there we are. We were worried you wouldn't come back, but you did it, so we can trust you now. Don't fucking give me that shit. I always oh. come back. I always oh. come back. God damn it, Bobby. Uh, all right. Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, as for me, I was thinking, like, hey, I want to do something new and creative, and it's going to take an hour extra time. But I was like, <laughs> what would I call this thing? And I'm thinking it, some, I'm spitballing here, guys. This isn't complete. But maybe the segment would be called, these 20 video game questions are in jeopardy of being answered as a question to my question. Okay. I don't know. I like I it. I had this idea like for it. a game where you have, like, categories and questions, but then you have to answer it as a question because I gave you the answer. You know, I don't think it's ever been done before, and I'm in jeopardy of this segment going wrong, but I think you guys get what I'm going for. Well, the good so news is uh-huh. you can't do this game twice because double jeopardy. Oh, remember that movie? What a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to get your notes or your paper or whatever, because okay. we're playing okay. a game, okay. and we're going to keep score. Okay. Basically, the game, the way that the game works is it's Jeopardy rules, so everyone knows how Jeopardy works. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to yes. do that. Uh, this is video game Jeopardy Rest from Adam. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Is he dead yet? Yeah. He's dead, right? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. been gone for a while. Yeah, okay. A little bit. Uh, I have four categories, five nice. questions apiece, and it's 20 points, 40 points, 60 points, 80 points. You know how Jeopardy works, up to 100, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. The four categories. Now, I have a question. I don't know for anyone who watches it. Do they say the category? Of course, the category names are cute and funny. But do I explain what the category is or no? I think they say the names, but they don't like they don't go behind the scenes and tell you the joke. They don't explain. Some the of joke. these might be yeah. harder than the others. We'll see. Okay, we'll see what it is. The four categories are, and again, twenty through down to hundred by mm-hmm. divisible by twenty or whatever. Uh, the big L. Pumpkin okay. spicy. Sun's getting real low, big guy. <laughs> and hands off my toys. Okay. These are my four categories. Um, I'm going to... Hey, uh, Alex, call heads or tails for me, all right? Tails. It was tails, so you get to go first. Miles, tails, There we power. go. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Perfect answer. So, you know, 20 up to 100. Uh, go ahead and give me a category, and we'll start going through Jeopardy style. Again, if you get it wrong, you minus the score. Of course, of the total points. Um, the next person could steal, or if you say nothing at all, then we'll continue on to the next question. You know okay. how Jeopardy works. And there is a daily double in here. Oh. I believe the for daily double is the person who picks it has to answer. It can't be stolen, and then you get double points, or you get minus double points. So just letting you know there's daily double in here. I think this is... Uh, didn't you make this game up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you get, you're get you setting these rules. Okay. Yeah, I'm just letting you know the rules that were never established by somebody else. And there's okay. a final question, which is really good, I oh, think. Okay. But anyways. Okay. Right. Uh, we'll, yeah, Alex, we'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah, it out yeah. as we go along. All right. Uh, you know, I'm someone who's worked with sugar, spice, and everything nice in the past when I was a cooking streamer. So I will go with the uh, pumpkin spicy category. All and right. I will go with the second hardest one. So 40 points. Okay. Correct. And remember, you got to answer the no, question. Second hardest right which you would want be 80 40 points? or you want 80 points uh 80 sorry 80. okay so the second hardest gotcha gotcha uh remember answer as a question this game allows you to fight the other children dressed up on halloween night these are all video game related of course let's not be silly <laughs> of course 
Is there a this timer? This game allows you to fight. Yeah, there's. I'll keep it in my head. Okay. This game allows you to fight the other children dressed up on Halloween night. <laughs> I know what game it is, but I don't uh, remember what it's named. Uh, one. What anything? is Mischief Makers? I don't know. <laughs> Mm, nope, Chad, you can try to steal, or you can just let it go. What is Costume know. Quest? What is Costume Quest? Chad, give yourself 80 points. Alex, Woo! you're negative 80 points. Oh, damn. Oh, shit, Alex Sorry. gets negative points? Isn't nice. that how Jeopardy works? If you get it wrong, you get negative points? I don't know, you made it up. I believe that's how Jeopardy works. <laughs> I looked on Wikipedia, and I'm pretty sure okay. you get negative if you get it wrong. Uh, right? Well, that's what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, uh, Chad, you going to go ahead and pick the next well, let's, category. Let's stick with Pumpkin Spicy. We're going to go with 20 points, though. We're going to start start shallow. All right. Okay. This game lets you take down crime on a rainy Halloween night. Oh. <laughs> Not what I was thinking. Three, uh, two, uh, one. Got a, got an answer? Yeah, uh, nothing. No, what is heavy rain? I don't know. No. Alex, do you have a? Do you want to guess, or do you just want to leave it? Uh, you know what? I'm going to guess it. What is Deadly Premonition? Oh no! Another negative twenty points, uh, buddy. Damn! It was Batman: Arkham Knight. Oh, you I beat up criminals Halloween. on Halloween night. Mm -hmm. Oh, because okay. Arkham so, City was Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes, it, or uh, Origins was Christmas. Uh, Chad, oh, that's right, that's right. you get to go again because you both. Got All right, it wrong. pumpkin spicy for forty. All right, this horror-filled experience allows you to be hunted near a lake. What is Friday the 13th? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself 40. Add 40 to that score. Okay. All right, you're next up. Um, These are too tough for me, so I'm going to go with Sun's getting real low, big guy, for 60. Sun's getting... Oh, I should probably mark off these ones that we've done. I'll remember. Wait a minute. <laughs> Give me a second. We did those three. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. i got to delete these and not be an idiot. Uh, We only did three of those. Okay, so you said... Right. Sun's getting real Sun's low, getting big real guy, low. for 60. For 60. All right. A beautiful world where getting around isn't for the faint of heart. What? See, if you knew what the category was, it might be much easier, but you don't know I was thinking superhero is. shit. Um, no. uh, not for the this faint one of I heart. will tell you because I feel like this one is unfair. Sun's getting real low. Maybe it has to do with games that during the sunsetting year of a console generation. Oh. Maybe okay. a, games that came out in 12 months prior to the new console generation coming out. Okay. So, okay, okay, a beautiful okay, okay. world where getting around isn't for the faint of heart. Huh? Oh. Uh, what is Mass Effect? I don't know. Mm, nope, negative 60 <laughs> points. Uh, Damn it. Goes, do you want to steal or do you want to let it go? I'm going to let it go for now. I want to okay. see what other answers crop up for this category first. Because I have a theory of what it is, but I'm going to wait. It was Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Oh. Mm. Came out right before the Xbox Series X came out. Or that year okay. before it came out. Um, Chad, game. oh, check it out wrong. So I believe it's Alex, It's Alex's right? turn, yeah. yeah. Alex, you get a pick. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go 60 points from the Big L. The Big L. All right. <laughs> you might know you might know this specifically. We'll see. Thomas Sandstorm or no, Thomas Sandstrom and Andy Moog feature on the cover of this very popular sports game. <laughs> I definitely don't know this. <laughs> you gonna give me a guess? What is getting up with Mark Echo? 
I, no, it is not. <laughs> uh, Chad, would you like to steal? Give yourself negative 60. Do I have to get a, a year? Can I get a franchise? You can just give me a guess, or you can... What is, what is NHL? I need something more specific. What is NHL? EA, NHL... 2019. I don't know. Sorry, Chad. Negative 60 points. It's NHL 94. Oh, my popular game in the series. Bitch. You might have guessed by now the big L stands for licensed games. Oh. Uh, so I guess, Chad, you get a pick now because you both got it wrong. All right. Uh, hands off my toys for 20 points. For 20. This game started a movement with its peripherals stacking up in garages a year later. Ooh, yeah. What is Garage Band? Ooh, that's not a video game. Alex, would you give yourself negative 20? You said, what is GarageBand? <laughs> Alex, would you like to give me a guess? Uh, uh, this get, oh, Do you need the clue again? Yes, please. This game started a movement with its peripherals stacking up in garages years later. Uh, what is... Uh, you don't have to guess if you don't want to, by the way. Uh... Hold on. Do, do I have a counter as well for how long no, this I can is your counter. respond? This is your counter. Oh, okay. You can either answer or not answer. You won't get negative points if you get it wrong, but it's up to you. What is you rock band? Guess? It's Guitar no. Hero. It's, it's fucking Guitar, guitar Hero. hero. So you said, uh, I said Garage uh, Band like an idiot. The you said stupid Garage app. Band. Yes. But guitar uh, Hero started the plastic toy garage movement. Or Rock Band music. Yeah. Rock Band didn't start it. That's that's the clue, is that it started it. Uh, so who was that? That was Alex initially Chad. Ready. So it's Alex, Alex, you go next. Okay. Uh, the Big L for 80 points. The Big L for 80. All right. This multiplayer game allows you to play as the most dangerous game and the world's most successful hunter. Actually, just the most successful hunter. I wouldn't even say the world's most successful hunter. This game allows you to... This multiplayer game allows you to play as the most dangerous game and the most successful hunter. Four, three. What two. is evolve? Ooh, no, negative eighty points, bud. What is predator hunting grounds? Chad, give yourself eighty points, bud. Yeah, you got it. Back in the positives. There we go. You guys, these scores. I now I see why Jeopardy's scores are fucking insane. <laughs> it's like negative eight hundred dollars or plus three thousand. Uh, so Chad, you get to go then. Hands <laughs> off my toys for forty. Hands off my toys. All right. A Cuban creation inspired this game's spinoff. A Cuban creation inspired this game's spinoff. Five, four, three, two, one. What is Mark Cuban's Shark Tank? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not a video game. Make it a 40. Uh, do you want to steal or do you want to leave it? No, I'll leave it. You'll leave it. All right. The answer was Donkey Konga. The Konga oh, was created what? in Cuba. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Okay. It, it was, was it? It was. I looked it up. I promise. And it's just been Donkey Kong. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Cozy, you get to pick a category. Uh, okay, we did the Pumpkin Spicy. We did the Big L. Uh, I've not done the Toys one. Uh, let's do uh, the Toys one for 20. Uh, it's 60, 80, and 100 left on the hands off my toys. Oh, whoops. Uh, all right, in that case, I'll do 60. All right. Oh, you got the Daily Double. And you have to answer it, or you're gonna get negative, ooh, negative 120. Sorry. Oh, uh, hell yeah! It was random. The number of peripherals for this game. Uh, okay, excuse me. The number of peripherals for the first game numbered at 32, 
every parent's nightmare. I need you to try to give me the full name if you can of the video game. The number of peripherals for the first game numbered at 32, every parent's nightmare. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. What is we play? No, no. I'm sorry. Give yourself negative 120 points. Uh, it's <laughs> Skylanders Spyro's Adventure. Oh, no, did that really? Did that really launch with 32? The Skylanders had 32 Skylanders. Yep. Okay. There were four for all eight of the subcategories. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Chad, you're going to go next. Going Pick big. Hands off my toys for 80. Hands off my toys for 80. Featuring over 40 inputs, this game was a massive ask for its fans. Featuring already 40 inputs, this game was a massive ask for its fans. Chad, do you have anything? Five, four, three. Two, one. What is the Game Boy camera? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, give yourself minus 80. Uh, Kozy, do you have a uh, guess or do you want to let it go? I will let it go. It was Steel Battalion. You remember that game? The fuck? It was a mech game that came with a massive 44 button controller. Oh my god. Xbox. Yep. Okay. Cozy, you're up. Uh, the toys won for 100. Let's All go. Right, hands off my toys for 100. This game basically ended this franchise's career. And the toy itself had one major component missing. This game basically ended this franchise's career, and the toy itself had one major component missing. Five, four, three, two, one. What is you draw? No. Oh, good guess. That was That's a good not guess. It, though. Uh, if I ended this company's career, that definitely would have been it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm passing on points. this. I have no clue. All right, so negative 100 for you, Cozy. It was Tony Hawk Ride. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. What yeah. was the missing escape? component? It didn't have wheels. It was just a flat board oh, you put on the floor it. and you right, did tricks right. on it. Uh, so, yeah, negative 100 for Cozy. But, Chad, you're up. All right. Um, big L. What do we got left on that one? 20, 40, and 100. Uh, let me just get uh, something. 20. I need an big, easy win. Big L for 20. 20. All right. Uh, this game series featured a recently deceased coach who is widely considered the space or the face of the sport. Excuse me. Uh, what is Madden NFL? Yeah, what is Madden NFL? Good job. 20 points. There you go. Ooh. Give yourself a layup. All right. Next up. What do you uh, got? Big L for 40. Big L for 40. This wildly overrated game was a major FPS hit featuring the star of Remington Steel. Look at Alex's face as well. Five, <laughs> four, three, Never mind. two, one. What is real steel? No. <laughs> Alex, do you want to steal or do you want to leave it? Give yourself negative 40, Chad. Yep. Uh, I'll leave this it. This wildly overrated game was a major FPS hit featuring the star of Remington Steel. You can leave it or you can go for it. I can leave it. All right. It's Goldeneye. Ah, uh, very overrated, up, yeah. I had to look up what Pierce Bra Brosnan's breakout role was, and it was a TV show called Remington Steel. Damn. <laughs> Never heard of it before. And me either. Uh, Cozy, you're up. Uh, what remains in the Big L? Uh, 100. Let's do it. All right. This extreme sports game was once attached to pro athlete Dave Mira before he wanted nothing to do with it. This extreme sports game was once attached to pro athlete Dave Mira before he wanted nothing to do with it. Five, four, 
three, two, one. Getting up. What is getting up before a kickoff? <laughs> <laughs> no, negative 100 points, bud. I'm sorry. Chad, do you want to see where you want to leave it? Uh, what is uh, Pro BMX? Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX? Ooh, no, sorry. Negative 100 points. It's BMX Triple X. Is Son the name of a of the video game. Oh, uh, yeah, that BMX one. X. Uh, all right, Chad, you got your pick. What's left in pumpkin spicy? 60 and 100. By the Let's way, I 60. just want to say for the record, uh, the name of the game is Mark Echoes Getting Up. Contents <laughs> under pressure. Okay. I'll save that for next time we play Jeopardy. <laughs> getting Up with Mark Echoes sounds like a you know a Today Show. It's like, like waking <laughs> up in the morning. Yeah, yeah with Coda and, what, and then Mark Echo. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so pumpkin spicy for 60. All right. The gang's all here in the horror game filled with special guest stars. The gang's all here in the horror game filled with special guest stars. Five. What is Until four. Dawn? No. Negative 60 points. I'm sorry. Coz, do you want to steal or do you want to leave it? The gang's all here in the horror game filled with special guest stars. What is Outlast? Nope. Negative 60 points. Uh, Dead by Daylight. Everybody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's got yeah, all okay, the guest okay. stars. All the kids love the Dead by Daylight. Man, I, these scores, I'm sure, are very bad. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, who's first? Alex. So, Cozy, you're up next. Yep. I've got uh, one left in Pumpkin Spicy, and I've got four left in Sun's Getting Real Low. <laughs> all right, let's go to Sun's Getting Real Low. All right, uh, well, let's go with 20. 20. And remember, Sun's Getting Real Low, maybe... Uh, consoles getting sunset. These are games from the sunsetting year of the console. Uh, when defending your home in this game, anything goes. When defending your home in this game, anything goes. Five, <laughs> four, three. What is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom? <laughs> no, that's a movie uh, that is incorrect. Negative 20 points to yourself. Chad, do you want to steal or leave it? No, sir. Not okay. going to touch it's that. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, wait, what was the thing okay. again? When defending your home in this game, anything goes. You're defending the okay. island and okay. you start okay. using all the ninja stuff. And That's right. It's dishonorable. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Chad, what do you got? Uh, pumpkin spicy for 100. All right. In Possum Springs, the small town charm may be a cover for something much more sinister. Oh, fuck. What is Possum Springs from? <laughs> um, Five, four, three. Dude, what one. is Man of Medan? Nope, negative 100 points. Son of a bitch. Sorry. Do you want to steal it? I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, I'm going to leave it. I'm pretty sure, by the way, Chad, that Man of Medan takes place out at sea. So unless it does, there's like it does. a part I was of the trying sea to think of a, I was trying to think of a what is what is that series of games. It was like, give me a name of yeah, any of those the games. Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah, Dark Pictures. Dark pictures. Yeah. No, this game is Night in the Woods. Oh, that's one where you're a cat, right? Yeah, the one where you play the cat in the small town, and then bad that things. Is that even is that even like a horror game? No, but it's a fall spicy. Game. It does a big part of it does take place at Halloween. Okay, okay. And it is all a right. horror game at the all end right. of the game. You don't think it's a horror fair game, but then it's a horror game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so all we got left is Sun's getting real low. Whose turn is it? I Alex's. forgot to pick that one. Alex, Sun's getting real low. 40, 80, and a hundred. Uh, let's go with eighty. All right, sounds getting real for 80. A great use of the console's tech. This game featuring animals did not capture the series' past glory. A great use of the console's tech. This game featuring animals. What is did Star not Fox Zero? Let's do oh, it. Oh, you got it. Give yourself 80 points. Yes. Oh, damn. Yeah, look at that. 
first the first one I got correct. <laughs> these questions are way harder than I, I didn't think that these were going to be that hard. Well, we'll see. All right, Alex, you get to go again. We have 40 and 100, and sun's getting real low, big guy. Uh, let's go to 40. 40. All right. This story featuring an all-star cast, but the game was seen as a lower point in the studio's history. This story featuring an all-star cast, but the game was seen as a lower point in the studio's history. Five, four, three, two, one. What is Conker's Bad Fur Day? Ooh, no. <laughs> Give yourself negative 40. Chad, do you have a... Or you want to leave it? I want to leave it. I want to leave it. All right. Beyond Two Souls. Oh, okay. okay. At the very end of the PS3's life cycle. Uh, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. All right. Uh, so that Chad, that means you have the last question for 100. You got no choice. Yeah, let's go. You got to take it. Uh, Sun's getting a real big guy for 100. This studio would go on to create a sci-fi great, but they went to the past for this game. Sci-fi great? This studio would go on to create a sci-fi great, but they went to the past for this game. Five, four, three, a two. What is getting up with Mark Echo? <laughs> <laughs> Negative 100 points. Uh, do you want to steal it or do you want to leave it, uh, Alex? Uh, I'm going to leave it. Okay. It was Jade Empire. Okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which is uh, uh, Bioware made that game for Xbox right before the 360 Yeah, I was out. thinking it could be Bioware, but I got tripped up because I was like, maybe he's talking about Dragon Age, but Dragon Age kind of came out concurrently to Mass Effect, so I wasn't certain. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten yeah. about Jade Empire. Right before. That's why it was 100 points, because yeah. it was hard. Uh, apparently, this entire list way harder than I assumed it was going to be. Sorry for that, guys. What is your scores, Chad? What is your what is your uh, negative, negative four hundred and sixty? Jesus Christ, uh, Alex, what are you? Uh, I am negative six hundred and twenty, but it might be six hundred and eighty. So normally, how this game would work is you would have to have more than a dollar to bet for the last thing, but you guys don't. Oh, that's so right, we're gonna... we have a final Jeopardy. Because we're doing final. Normally they would skip it. We're gonna do it anyways. And if you guys can okay. get this, I'll let you be the winner. Fucking, you get negative. Oh, nice. you're in debt. All right. So the final Jeopardy. This is the last question. Again, we don't have to worry about betting points because you guys don't have any. Um, this famous meme originated on Jeopardy and is video game related. I'll give you guys ten seconds to give me to write down your answers, or just have it in your head. Writing it down probably be fair, so no one steals from you. Uh, this famous meme originated on Jeopardy and is video game related. Alex looks like he knows what it is. Chad, do you have it written down? I don't want you guys to cheat off each other, so that's the um, only question here. You want us to just scream it at the same time? I, that would be crazy. Um, Alex, type it to me real quick in a message, and then I'll let you say it out loud in a second. So, Chad, you will get to go first once he okay. types this to me, just so we can make sure that it's all okay. good. Um, just wait for that message. So... I'm so sorry. I honestly did not think this game would be that hard. <laughs> All right. Chad, go ahead and say out loud what your answer is. Uh, what is ape tit? <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Is, what is ape tit? Yeah, it's from... <laughs> What's that from? It's from the SNL Jeopardy show. <laughs> it's, uh, the category is like a petite something. <laughs> and the guy just goes out and like ape tit for 200. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Great. That's not correct. Uh, Cozy, okay. you already sent me the answer. Go ahead and say your answer out loud. What is Danky Kang? You are absolutely correct. Oh, yes. Danky Kang, the famous meme. I got guys, it where it mattered. 
owe me hundreds of points. But you oh, got man. the final Jeopardy, so Alex, technically you're the winner. That was my classic. These twenty question, these twenty video game questions are in jeopardy of being answered as a question to my question. I don't know if it'll come back. Seems a little hard. Maybe we'll make it easier next time. <laughs> that was a lot of work. I'm proud of you, Adam. I did a lot. lot of work for that. Anyways, there you go. That's my Adam segment. Uh, now we're going to go on to another game. Because game we're on fun. Game Show. The game on our gaming show. We play a game called Game On. The gaming show on our game show. Game, 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 game. Alex, you're back with another yes, game. Yes, I am. I am back with another round of what I am officially christening TMI with NPD, uh, the Ooh. game on game show in which we go over the top 10 best-selling games of years past uh, per the NPD. Uh, last time around, before this was called TMI with NPD, we went over the top 10 best-selling games of 1995. Uh, this time around, we are going to do the top 10 best-selling games of 1996. But before I do that... Do you want me to give you guys a refresher on the best-selling games of 1995? Quick disclosure, your knowledge of these games will give you a better shot at guessing the games of 1996. So if you want to make things easier or more challenging for yourselves, now's the time to decide. I remember most of them, but if you want to give them to me, go I do right remember most. It was Mortal Kombat, Diddy Kong's Conquest, Donkey Kong Country 1. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. In that yeah. case... Yoshi's it seems Island. like most of you it seems like you guys remember most of the games from the prior list, so I won't reread it. Uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and let's jump right into things. Uh, like last time, I will uh, read out more and more hits, hence the longer it takes you guys to guess what the game in question is. Uh, you can blurt out the answer at any point in time, and there are no limits to how many times you can blurt out an answer. Uh, but mind you, that will prevent me from reading out more hints and you potentially guessing it more quickly. Uh, so guess sparingly. Mm -hmm. All right. Number 10. Number 10 is uh, a mashup uh, of two different genres, uh, one of which does uh, typically, I would say, frequent these lists quite a bit. The other one doesn't frequent these lists very often. This is a game uh, that is interesting in that while there would never be a direct sequel to this game in direct name or plot, uh, there would be two other series that would spring forth from its ashes and uh, directly continue in its footsteps gameplay-wise. While this game is a notable example of a game... Uh, sorry, hold on, let me rephrase this. This game is a notable example of a game that is not developed by Rare or Midway that nevertheless features a lot of pre-rendered sprite work. So that very distinctive, like, kind of like... 3D-esque look that games like Donkey Kong Country has, but it's not developed by Rare or Midway. I was going to throw it Mortal Kombat, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. This game, final clue, prominently features a blue-clad puppet that people have been clamoring to be included in the Smash Bros. roster since the days of oh, Raw. Oh, 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 Super Mario but RPG! Correct, Gino, Chad. It baby. is Super Mario RPG, oh, indeed. Man. Gino, indeed. That's one point for Chad and zero points for Adam. But of course, things can change very quickly. Number nine. Number nine is a game uh, that was previously featured in the top ten games of 1995. It's a game that released just a year prior, so it's relatively fresh. It's not a sports game. 
Reminder, you guys can guess at Donkey any Kong point. Donkey Kong Country you guys can... 2, Diddy's Conquest. Wrong. Donkey Kong Country uh, 1. Wrong, unfortunately, as well. Before Master Chief set out to finish the fight, this game set out to finish him. Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 2. Wrong on Mortal both Kombat accounts. 3. Correct. Adam, Dodge it Ram. is Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, all right. We are going at quite the clip here. Number eight. Number eight is a sequel to a game uh, that featured on the top 10 games of 1995 list. So it's not a game that featured on that list. It's a sequel to a game that was featured on that list. It's the kind of game that would continue to get many more sequels to come up until very recently, actually. NBA Live 97. Correct. It is NBA Live 97. Ah, that Bodie. means we have two points currently for Chad. Uh, sorry, two points currently for Adam. One point for Chad. Sorry, I was in the process of tallying up my score, but things can continue to change. All right, number seven. Number seven is a somewhat contentious sequel to a platforming game. It's a game that I actually personally love a lot, um, but... It's contentious within the community that it is a part of. Generally, Donkey you'll Kong Country hear... Three. Chad, you got it correct. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow, I'm impressed. I thought I was gonna have to read a lot more clues for that one. Nah, nah. Donkey Kong Country was a staple in Lena's household, and in fact, when my parents had COVID last week, that's all they did was play Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> wow, amazing. Number six. Number six is a game that was also featured on 1995's top 10 list. It's a game that many people back in the day used to call Nintendo's Mortal Kombat. Killer Instinct? It is indeed Killer Instinct, if you can believe it, hanging oh, yeah. on for a second year in a row. Now, I actually did a little bit of research into this because in 1996, uh, Nintendo put out Killer Instinct Gold on the Nintendo 64, which was, in essence, Killer Instinct 2. Um, mm. But the NPD data group is very specific in stating whether something was like an alternate version of a game or like a specific re-release of a game with a different name. I thought this might have been Killer Instinct Gold, but it seems like, in fact, it was the original Killer Instinct that I continued to think. sell super well into 1996. So good job to that game. Uh, that puts us at three points for Chad and sorry, two, two points for Chad yeah. and three points for Adam. I have to apologize. I have to do better a job at keeping track the of the That's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely 100% the, the same. Number five. <laughs> Number five is a licensed game based on a popular animated movie from Toy Story. 19... It is Toy Story. Wow. Yes, it is. Chad, I that am impressed. That car level in that game was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But worth pointing uh, Worth pointing out, this is uh, the Toy Story licensed game that is just called Toy Story. There, there have been, you know, many more licensed Toy Story games released over the years. There was another Toy Story game released only a few years after this one called Buzz Lightyear to the Rescue that recently made its way onto uh, the revamped version of PlayStation Plus. This is just Toy Story. All right. Number four. Number four uh, is related uh, to a game that we have talked about before on this episode. It's a game uh, that released on both the original PlayStation and the Nintendo 64, uh, even though graphically it didn't really push 
either console's capabilities to their limits. It's a game that honestly kind of has a confusing title that would suggest it's supposed to be a compilation of multiple games, when actually it's just an updated version of just one game uh, that reincorporates elements of the games that came before it into it. Mortal Kombat Trilogy? It is Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Congratulations to Adam. You are now in the lead with four points. I didn't even so, know it was a thing. Yeah, to give a little bit of context, Mortal Kombat 3 comes out in 1995. Then that is followed by Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, which is like a more updated version of the game with more characters. And then that is followed by Mortal Kombat Trilogy, which, like I said, incorporated a lot of characters and elements from Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. If you would believe it, if you like kind of extend to the rest of the top selling games that released in 1996. So if you go into like the 11 to 20 spots, Mortal Kombat uh, Ultimate, or rather uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, uh, was at the number 14 spot on this list, which means that Mortal Kombat 3 occupied the number 14, uh, the number nine, and the number four spots Damn. on the list of the best selling games of 1996. Wild. People are horny for murder. Right. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what else to make from this. All right, number three. Number three is another returning contender from the 1995 list. It's a platforming game. Uh, that Super Mario certainly... World 2 Yoshi's Island. Uh, unfortunately, that is wrong. Uh, it is a platforming game. Uh, that most certainly got all its sales figures in before Nintendo changed the game with the release of Nintendo Country 64. Uh, correct, it is Donkey Kong Country 2. Fox. Adam, you now have five points. Chad, you still have a few opportunities to catch up and at least tie with Adam, but it's going to be close. Good okay. luck. Okay. Number two is another sequel to a game featured on the 1995 list. It's a sports game. Madden NFL 97. It is Madden NFL oh. 97. <laughs> All right, Chad. Damn Unfortunately, it. there's no way for you to win at this point, but maybe you can come up with a solid, reputable second place. <laughs> Number one is, thankfully, neither a returning title from last year's list uh, nor a sequel to a title from last year's list. So okay. it's an original one. It's a game that features one of the most annoying flightless birds in all of gaming. Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie? Uh, unfortunately, those are both wrong. It's a game that is related to a certain franchise we've Super already Mario discussed. Super Mario 64? It is Super Mario 64. The penguin, where you drop that motherfucker off oh, the ledge. Yes. Fuck. And there we go. That uh, was the first. That, do you remember the? I don't know if you guys remember this. We used to do a segment called Game Court. <laughs> Vaguely, yeah. And the very first defendant was Mario killing that little penguin. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, some some other highlights from some of the other uh, best-selling games from the year 1996 include uh, Wave Race at the 11th Good spot, uh, mm -hmm. Star Wars: Shadows of the Empire at the number 12 spot, uh, Mist at the uh, 15th spot, still hanging in there. Uh, Resident Evil from the 16th spot. 
and finally, at the 19th and 20th spot, Pilot Wings, the other launch title for the Nintendo 64, and Sonic 3D Blast sneaking oh. on up there. I saw Thank God that wasn't a top my, 10. Uh, never would have guessed that. <laughs> I had that for my Game Gear. Um, did they put a? Did NPD include a Final Jeopardy? We could bet our points. No. Uh, no. Damn, no. Damn. They did not. I win. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Alex. That was uh, that was fun. I'm my like brain that. feels I'm so tired from both of these games, both of these original games. How did you pronounce yours, Adam? Jap, Jow, Jeopard, Geo Party. I think it's like twenty video game questions that are in Jeopardy of being answered as a question to my question, something got like it, that. Got it. And TMI with MPD, presented by Cozy. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That's the end of Game on Game Show, and that is the end of episode two hundred and seventy-four of Respawn Aim Fire. You have homework, but first we're going to read all of your answers out for the class from your homework from last time. Uh, your homework was to go to patreon.com slash respawnamefire and vote on what we're playing in September for barf and you did it the theme for last month or for September's barf was um, critically underplayed games from Nintendo's franchises and so the uh, the choices were Super Mario Bros 2 Star Fox 2 Zelda 2 and Paper Mario which is a sequel to Super Mario RPG I will just and say, I don't think I'm going to like this answer very much. <laughs> the winner was Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. That is what we are playing. All of these games are available on the Nintendo Online service, so if you subscribe to that or if you are on Holden's family plan, you have access to that. Uh, <laughs> or yeah, just get Holden's else. family. Yeah. Uh, Chad, we established during the Bayonetta Barf episode that you just need to get past the fourth dungeon in this game, and then you yes. can turn off your switch and never go back to it again. So now just, I'm going, just I'm going get to the to fourth dungeon. How, hold I on, mean, I'm going to look it up on how long to beat. How long to how beat? Long to beat? Zelda this is two. one of those deceptively long games, though, because you can theoretically cruise through it real quickly if you know where to go and what if to you know do, what but yeah. if you don't know what you're hours. doing... <laughs> If you know what 11 doing. hours, main plus extra, 11 hours. Completionist, 11 and a half hours. Okay. Yeah, I don't I've know. I've got a couple I flights coming up that. this month that um, I think I can knock this out pretty easily. We'll see. Um, we'll see. That's the game. So play it. If you would like to be part of the discussion, you can either send us your thoughts via email at respawningfire at gmail.com or on a Twitter DM. Um, or if you want to be on the show and, and talk about it live on the show with all of us, you can do that as well. Just let us know, and we will invite you on. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash fire to get some pretty dope wallpapers like our uh, Dale Earnhardt and Dale Jr. wallpapers, which are currently still up, uh, as well as getting all the previous... There's like, I don't know, 25, 30 wallpapers up from all the different... all the years we've done. We have a Gree so one? Is it Gree or Grease? I don't, we never... Grease. Right, Alex? Remember. Grease. Grease, the game. That game. I, is it completely spaced out? I think it was Grease. I think it's Grease. I was saying Grease, but it's wrong. Oh, Grease. That's Grease. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's correct. It is Grease. Yeah, that one's up there too. I've tagged all nice. the posts with wallpapers. So if you just go to Patreon and you just search wallpapers, all of them will show up. Um, dope. And that's it. Thank you, Alex, again for being on the show, doing some work, bringing a, a game on game show. Where do people find you outside of this broadcast? 
can find me over on Twitter at Alex Kozina, A-L-E-X-K-O-Z-I-N-A. Uh, you can find me over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Live, K-O-Z-I-B-E-A-R-L-I-V-E, uh, where I've been streaming some Pokemon Leaf Green Nuzlocke goodness. Go check it out. Dope. And you can find Adam at Misfit Roll. I love Misfit Rolls. How do people yeah, find Misfit that? Misfit Rolls on Twitch. Misfit Rolls on Twitch on Tuesday evenings. You can watch us play D&D Live. We're Isle of Misfit Rolls if you want to listen to it as a podcast. And we're having good adventures, having a good time out there, being criminals in the fantasy land. Dope. Oh, hey, here's an update. We hit 50 followers, y'all, on Twitch. We did it. Congratulations to us. Uh, We still have a couple other milestones to hit before we are, what do we call Affiliate? Partner? Papa John? Affiliate. Yeah. Uh, we believe we'll hit those in the next 30 days and we will share that celebration with all of you uh, via champagne that you get to buy yourselves and drink by yourself as you listen to us. With us. Um, yeah. That's wonderful. That's great. Until next time, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Here's our usual sign-off. Go play Inscription. Just shut up. Don't look at anything. Just play it. God damn it. <laughs>